0: This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog Zelma on insurance. Today we're going to speak about why the policy's words overrule an unwritten intent, and why an insurance policy, when asked to be interpreted by a court, means exactly what it says, not what you want it to say. The Eleventh Circuit Court of Appeal was asked to resolve what a court is to do when all the surest proof of the contracting party's subjective intentions and expectations flatly contradict the clear words of the issued policies of insurance. In Shiloh Christian Center versus Aspen Specialty Insurance Company, an in April 13, 2023 decision of the 11th Circuit, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals followed the generally accepted rules of insurance contract interpretation. Aspen Specialty Insurance Company, a billion-dollar insurance conglomerate, had essentially all of the subjective intent evidence on its side. The policyholder, Shiloh Christian Center, a small Florida church, had the policy text. The district court found that the evidence of the party's subjective intent overwhelming and granted summary judgment to Aspen in 2016 and 2017, respectively. Hurricanes Matthew and Irma tore through Melbourne, Florida, pummeling Shiloh Christian Center. On both occasions, the storms peeled back the church's roof, allowing rain to soak the exposed structure. In 2015, the year before Matthew hit, Shiloh's property insurance policy with Aspen Specialty covered losses resulting from hurricanes. In the middle of that year, though, Shiloh specifically asked Aspen to stop stop covering named windstorm-related losses. Aspen agreed and issued an endorsement implementing the requested change that said, quote, This endorsement changes the policy. Please read it carefully. It is understood and agreed that effective July 16, 2015, the following change is made to this policy named windstorm coverage is removed from this policy. Close quote. Reflecting the amendment, Aspen reduced Shiloh's premium and even refunded its past payments for named windstorm coverage. In early 2016, Shiloh began negotiations to renew its policy with Aspen, the binder that was issued described the agreed to scope of coverage this way: quote, all risks of direct physical loss or damage, exclu- excluding flood, earthquake, and named windstorm. Close quote. Aspen then issued the 2016 policy. The cover page described the 2016 policy as a renewal of its 2015 predecessor. But the two policies' terms differed in material respects. For one thing, the 2016 policy was about $10,000 cheaper per year than the amended 2015 policy. Far more significantly, the 2016 policy contained no exclusion for losses caused by named windstorms. A named windstorm exclusion was conspicuous Conspicuously absent from the policy as issued. In October 2016, a named windstorm, Hurricane Matthew, blew through Melbourne, ripping the roof off Shiloh's building. Aspen denied the claim because Shiloh's policy excluded coverage for losses caused by a named windstorm. The following year was basically a carbon copy. Aspen formally issued a policy that described itself as a renewal of the 2016 policy, but again, whose exclusions provision, while expressly carving out losses resulting from all manner of contingencies, said nothing about named windstorm. Like clockwork in September of 2017, a named windstorm, Hurricane Irma, blew through town and tore the roof off Shiloh's building. Just as it had in Hurricane Matthew, water poured in, exasperating the damage. Shiloh sued Aspen for breach of contract and sought a declaration that its 2016 and 2017 policies, which we'll call the Matthew and Irma policies, Covered Damages Caused by Named Windstorms The District Court granted summary judgment to Aspen. It held that no reasonable jury could find that the parties intended the policies at issue to cover named windstorms. Unfortunately, as the Eleventh Circuit noted, the Irma policy unambiguously covers named windstorms and the Matthew policy, although ambiguous, covers them by dint of the traditional contra proferentum canon of insurance contract interpretation. The general rules governing the interpretation of insurance policies under Florida law are clear that the cardinal principle is that a policy's text is paramount. In interpreting insurance policies, The 11th Circuit noted that the Irma policy unambiguously covers named windstorms. The expressio Unis canon applies with particular force because the Irma policy's catalog of exclusions is so detailed, and yet on its face the Irma policy clearly doesn't exclude and thus covers losses resulting from named windstorms. Florida law is clear that when an insurance policy is facially ambiguous, the ambiguity is resolved in favor of coverage and against the insurer without regard to extrinsic evidence of the party's supposed intentions or expectations. Accordingly, the Matthew policy, like the Irma policy, covered damage that results from named windstorms. And the court concluded, one, whatever the evidence of the contracting party's subjective intentions and expectations, the Irma policy's plain language unambiguously covers losses caused by name windstorms. And two, although potentially ambiguous, the Matthew policy likewise. And again, whatever the evidence of the party's subjective intentions and expectations covers losses, caused by named windstorms pursuant to the contra preferentum canon according to which ambiguous insurance contracts are construed in favor of coverage and against the insurer. In my opinion, Aspen failed to properly underwrite and issue the two relevant policies Matthew and Irma to Shiloh by not incorporating the named windstorm exclusion it had originally issued in the 2015 policy. There was no question that the parties intended to exclude windstorms. The premium was reduced as a result of that intent. Money was given back as a result of that intent, Premiums were reduced as a result of that intent, but Aspen left the exclusion out of the two policies in effect at the time of the two hurricanes. For reasons not described in the Eleventh Circuit's opinion, Aspen failed to move to reform the two policies to equitably make the policies read as the parties clearly intended, and to provide the coverage that was agreed to rather than that which was issued, and to correct the error. Nobody asked for reformation, and therefore Aspen was required to pay for the two hurricanes even though it didn't get a premium for the risk it was taking. It's absolutely necessary for insurers to carefully issue insurance policies in the way they intend, not to just give away coverages, but they did so in this case. This video was adapted from my blog, ZALMA on Insurance, that's available free to anyone who clicks on the URL, zalma.com slash blog. You can subscribe to the blog by simply clicking on the request. And you will be notified of every blog posting, usually five a week, sometimes six. And you'll also have access to the more than 4,500 blog postings on insurance and insurance claims handling. You can also subscribe to the videos at rumble.com and on youtube.com. And if you do, I'd appreciate it if you click on the rumble button if you watched on Rumble, or click on the YouTube button, like button if you watched on YouTube. And if you've found a need for further and more detailed information, you might wish to consider subscribing to my Locals community or my Substack publications. Thank you for your attention.